You know, most problems in healthcare are fixed already. Primary care is already cured on the fringes. Reversing burnout, physician shortages, bad business models, forced buyouts, factory medicine, high deductible insurance that squeezes the docs and is totally inaccessible to most of the employees. The big squeeze is always on for docs. It's the acceleration of cost and the deceleration of reimbursements. I want you to meet those on this show that are making a difference with host Ron Barshop, CEO of Beacon Clinics. That's me. Today's guest taught me that 80% of us will not ever meet our deductible in our health plan. So we paid for all our care out of pocket, essentially, for 80%. So why even have health insurance? And maybe why not just pay cash for care? Insurance is for catastrophe and cash is best suited for routine care. And 80% appears to be routine. So every single doctor in America honors cash pay customers. In fact, they love them because they don't have to go through their billers and coders and have other people feed off that dollar that comes in. It's straight to the bottom line. So why don't more people opt out when there's only about a one and a half percent chance of a collision or a cardio or a cancer incident? Well, we're going to talk about today, today, and there's also a separately 12 to 16 pay-related clerks attached to every doctor-patient exam in primary care. They all go to medical assistant schools to learn how to do things like phlebotomy, but all they're doing when they get out of school is coordinating referrals and taking your copay and handing you a clipboard and billing and collecting and coding, and they enter the clipboard into an EHR system so the doctor can get paid. In fact, of the 12 to 16 folks attached to every doctor-patient exam, only one of them is about care, and it's usually the person doing your triage, getting your blood pressure cuff on you, your weight, and all of that. In fact, your family doctor will get, if they're independent, 25 cents on that dollar that comes in the door. And if they work for a hospital, it's closer to eight cents on the dollar. The rest is going to administrations, administrators, I should say, in suits, and is entirely divorced from care. It's all about pay. So really, our healthcare system should be called our pay care system. This pressures everybody in this golden triangle that I've been talking about lately, the golden triangle consisting of doctors, patients, and employers. Those are the three that are really mattering in terms of what it's going to take to fix primary care and healthcare by extension. So enter the door, our guest, Bill Hennessy. He helps employers sort all this out and a whole lot more. Dr. Bill Hennessy is the CEO and the founder of Pratter, which is a merger between the words price and matters. And it's a medical cost savings and transparency company. And not only is he an entrepreneur and a doctor, but he's been doing this for 25 years and he's the son of a C-suite hospital exec. He's now CEO and founder of Pratter, a leader in medical cost transparency and savings for employers and more. His passion is to fight for everybody to have affordable access to medical care. Dr. Hennessy has been on the front line in the trenches to bring this one of a kind reality into our lives. Welcome to the show, Bill Hennessy. Well, thank you very much, and happy Pratter Day. Happy Pratter Day. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Well, that works every day of the week, doesn't it? It's always Pratter Day. You're correct. So what I love about your solution, Bill, is, in fact, I want you to describe your solution, but what I love about it is you're basically simplifying the decision-making for self-insured employers and their advisors. Is that right? Yes, uh, we are. Uh, the typical carrier network permits 1,000% pricing variation for the same care item in the same network in the same city. And employers are paying $30 per employee per month to access such a network. Uh, 
Well, if that was a car buying network, today you'd pay $30,000 for the Ford Escape, but tomorrow you might pay $300,000 for the same Ford Escape. That's your health plan if you're thinking the way the carriers want you to think. It's not the way me and you want to think. It's not that they're getting away with murder as much as, do you think it's inefficiency or do you think it's actually part of a larger evil plan? Well, their fiduciary is quite clear. It's their investors. The stock of uh, those that are publicly traded, like Anthem, Blue Shield, uh, United, uh, Cigna, and Aetna, take a look. It's about 800, 900% up since the Affordable Care Act passed. Our salaries aren't. And uh, every Christmas, we all get demoted as insurance prices go up more than our salaries. We need to separate, as you said, health care from health insurance. I didn't say the care went up every year. I didn't say the price of care did, not near as much as the price of health insurance does. Well, in other countries, we have about 14% of that OECD dollar spent on primary care. In America, it's half that. And exactly the other half, the other 7% is bloat and administrative waste, which are these clerks that are surrounding every transaction that need to make sure the pay happens. There's no other industry where there's 14 billing clerks around buying a car, to use your example. You're absolutely correct. So to your point uh, on the care versus insurance, you know, if if we had a state farm or all state uh, policy for our homeowners, and let's say we needed uh, some electrical work or uh, plumbing, we don't call up Allstate or State Farm and say, is this going to be a covered service? No, you just pay it. And I will tell you on average, their bills are going to be higher than those of your primary care physician. So it's, doctors are a great, great deal. We need to separate that out. The State Farm or Allstate don't pay to mow my front yard either. We got, it's okay to pay the doctor cash for a visit insurance is for a catastrophe, which generally means hospitalization. And then you got your in-between, and that's what Pratter's for. Outpatient care. Once you leave your doctor's office, you have to sometimes get blood work, imaging, surgery center care, such as cataract surgery, GI scopes, or carpal tunnel surgery. And sometimes, uh, you know, people even use some urgent cares. But we fix a lot of that by the facility fees. When you go into these centers, anytime you're a center, a hospital or surgery center, your fees get a lot higher. And we are able to go ahead in all 50 states, tell you and Pratter, which are priced the best. Google markers on a Google map. We have the pricing structure and we've interviewed every single one of them undercover all 50 states. Yeah, but I'd love you also to have an outcomes report next to it. So you're not just talking about price because price doesn't matter, but it's very confusing for most. I think you're, when you show your two and three and four star ratings, that really reinforces that this is a place that knows what they're doing. There are ratings for surgery center care. When they're hands-on, the doctor must touch you and interact with you to provide the care. For blood work, there is no doctor. For imaging, the doctor interprets, but it's the same Siemens equipment at Hospital A and Imaging Center B. But the pricing can vary, as you know, by hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. So we point out 
the better priced places, again, for commodity care, where so much as machines are involved and not doctors. When doctors get involved, then quality matters some. If it's really routine care, there's only very little difference in quality, but a whole lot of difference in pricing. That's the mismatch, right? So you can get a carpal tunnel surgery, the doctor's going to cost you $250, no matter where he or she does it. But the hospital's going to get a $2,000 facility fee. A freestanding surgery center might get $800. It's a five-minute procedure. What value is there in the extra $1,200 to you? The answer is there is none. So to get to your point, uh, you know, you're, we, we can certainly save money by paying for our primary care visits, and we can choose wisely uh, how to limit facility fees and still see really good doctors when your doctor has to refer you out for other care. So, Bill, there were three unrelated news pieces that came out in December that really tie together beautifully to what you're saying. Walmart, out of a $4 billion healthcare spend, shaved a billion dollars off by paying intense attention to their primary care visits with their employees, with their partners. Kaiser Permanente shaved a billion also for their 5 million members, and they were able to give a 10% discount on the membership fees back to all of their members with an intense focus on primary care. The brand new head of United Health Group's Optum which now controls 43,000 physicians, most of whom are PCPs, so they're the biggest PCP group in the country, made a similar quote in the same week, and he said that if you spend 5% upstream in primary care, you save 95 cents downstream in all the other areas. Those are all basically pointing to the fact that if you actually address primary care as a low-cost, if not the, it's not a low-cost, but a fair-priced place of business that you're really going to be cutting off a lot of these other issues at the mouth of the river, if you will. Does that make sense? Yes. It speaks to what's easier to fix, a small problem or a big problem? Mm -hmm. The answer is a small problem. How do you fix small problems? You give everyone access to doctors. Mm -hmm. What is the era of the high deductible done? The answer is simple. Nobody goes and gets care. You're afraid to get a high uh, surprise medical bill. Nobody's telling you the price tag. So you delay, 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 and next thing you know, you're paying for it both physically and financially. So uh, what you just said, access to care at a fair price is an obvious cost-containing solution, but it also produces both a physical wellness and not just a financial wellness. You know, if, if you really take Walmart's annual reports out and look at what they have to produce to drop a billion dollars to their bottom line, there's there's no difference between their healthcare spend and another division of Walmart. But if they're spending on you know four billion dollars and dropping a billion to the bottom line, they would have to be selling about six billion dollars worth of goods to equivocate that. Well, when you're competing with Amazon and you can put a billion on your bottom line with paying attention to one light item on your on your books. That's a pretty big indicator to the rest of us to start paying attention to our healthcare spend, isn't it? Uh, it is, uh, and hopefully uh, Walmart will renew its talks with Pratter. Uh, they have focused on uh, quality, and I said that their value is defined as cost plus quality. Uh, they put pricing on their website for their goods and services. We can get them to extend that into the healthcare arena. I'm going to ask Jeremy to post your a typical one of your reports on the webpage for this show. You have this beautiful image of green imaging, which was one of our past guests, Kristen Dickerson, 
compared to the Buca Nationals, and her fees in Houston, Texas, a few blocks from where I live, are one-fifth of that of the Bucas. So you can go to her green imaging facility on Richmond Avenue for 325 bucks, or get the precise exact same service for $1,500 with any of the larger national. And then I looked down your pricing list, and this just continues on and on, just not even shockingly. It looks just very normal for the two or three times markup when you go to what you say are the facility fee service agencies, the primary care physicians owned by doc, uh, by systems, the systems themselves. They're not ashamed of their pricing, are they? Uh, no. And uh, I wish there's more of them. There's about 60% of the 900,000 physicians are employed by hospitals. There's a little over 300,000 of those 900,000 are in private practice. To stay that way, those doctors work their tails off and provide a great service at a great price. That is, includes, but is not limited to Dr. Dickerson. We have a partnership with Green Imaging. We do display their 1,000 facilities across the United States, and their cash prices are listed, including radiologic interpretation. We did a retrospective spend on a prospect to be client. 30,000 or so members, subscribers, about 90,000 altogether. But on those 30,000 members, let's call them 30,000 employees, had they been using green imaging pricing, they could have saved $3 million to the bottom line as an organization. Again, 10 million, or let's say their EBITDA is 10%. That's 30 million in sales. They have to equivocate for that. That's, that's not small dollars we're talking here. Uh, that's uh, you're, you're, you're taking one of my messages, but yes, spot on. That's uh, 30 million's worth of conversation. There shouldn't be many people that shouldn't pick up the other end of the phone for that kind of money. Yeah, you can uh, kick the back of the sales manager's chair and ask him for more, or you can just start paying attention to your own. Let's talk about the Prada Report. What does somebody get when they get the ultimate in medical cost transparency? We are telling employers the names of the medical tests, the names of the medical providers, and the real prices paid for their cost drivers. Every year in the fourth quarter, they say, why am I paying, fill in your expletive, more for healthcare this year than last? No one's telling them until now. Pratter takes de-identified privacy compliant claims data from employers and unions, and we make it second grade easy to understand. We do put it through a 20-step process, two different sets of custom software, but all of a sudden your top 10 or 12 cost drivers make up half your spend. All you got to do is focus on a couple of those to create savings. So just like the rest of your business and personal life, you get to see an itemized bill. Pratter is bringing that to America for every employer and union. Why do people tell you no, Bill? I mean, that seems so logical, simple, and clean. What's going on? Well, you got two words. You got status quo. Ah. So uh, you do have uh, publicly traded brokers, and you have publicly traded insurance companies who are uh, advising their clients, uh, you don't want Pratter. We do that. It's always the answer. We do that. Oh, no, there's no value in that. You wouldn't want to do that. They want to keep $3.6 trillion a year secretly priced. We don't. We want to reveal it all. And as it relates to your direct primary care interest, 
which we have also, Prater, always in the top 10 care items are level three and four follow-up doctor visits. There's significant upcharging to a level four. They come in levels one, two, three, four, and five for those listeners that don't know that. And they commonly have pricing variation from $50 to $500, a 1,000% pricing variation for that that 15-minute follow-up. And there's always ER visits there are in there in the top spend. Listen, a whole lot of uh, uh, about four or five of their top 10 cost drivers involves better access to primary care and better pricing for primary care. Well, that's the beautiful thing about direct primary care is it sidesteps all of the reports that you have to run through because when you start dealing directly with the surgery centers, directly with the imaging centers, directly with the primary care doctors, your life is easier. Unfortunately, there's not enough DPCs out there that are systematically, an oper- I'll call it an operating system that allows somebody who's a major employer in Texas to know where to go. They're going to have to go to 12 separate Kool-Aid stands in Houston. So we're getting that changed. Now, let me ask you another question, Bill. Do you get excited about the future when you see more and more employers are waking up to their healthcare spend and the fact that the brokers, if you buy a beer for any broker and really find out how many checks they get on a typical case, they call it a case, their customer is going to be paying them unintentionally. They don't even know it. 17 different checks from 17 different insurance companies, 17 different sources. It's incredible. That Why would they want to give that that up? It doesn't make any sense. So do you get excited when you think about where this is going? Because if I'm a broker and I'm basically a, an ear whisperer to these larger employers, it seems to me another person can go and whisper in their ear and say, well, we're saving 30% on primary care, 20% on imaging, 40% on surgery. Should we be talking? Do you think that that is a weak position they're in? There's going to be more of that. Let's face it, the employers until now, recent, haven't been able to have a Prater report, an itemized spend. So in a way, I don't blame them for not asking for all their medical claims data. They wouldn't know what to do with it. Well, now they know what to do with it. Give it to us. We'll give it back to them on a silver platter. And we can give it to some consultants. What we're finding is the more seasoned consultants, the ones that have already, you know, done all their learning in their 20s and 30s, and now they're into their 40s and 50s of age. They're experienced. They understand where it's broke. They understand where it's needing fixed. They're looking for innovative solutions. Those are the ones that Pratter is partnering with. It's just a matter of of time, and I'm, I'm not thinking much more time before there is going to be significant cost transparency, which is going to lead to significant capitalism as it does in every other sector of our economy. So it is happening right now. Our phones are ringing off the hook. President Trump has done a a nice job of mentioning uh, medical cost transparency, signing an executive order, and further attempting uh, with his administration to abolish surprise medical bills. It just amazes me that hospitals are suing POTUS to prevent that. And, and trying to explain it as a lipstick on a pig. It's just the worst optics possible to sue the president of the United States against transparency for all people. It just, it, you can't make that look pretty. Uh, no, it's, it's definitely ugly. The more that people like us band together as organizations, innovators, and employers, we will have group purchasing power in a say. 
if we ignore this, we don't. But now has come the time where no one has affordable access to care in your most traditional health plans in the past. And when health care and health insurance were blended, that hides the pricing from soup to nuts. If you separate them and make all the outpatient care commodity care with a, a price list, just like a grocery store, but then just have hospitalization insurance, you're really covered. Only one out of 100 is going to have something catastrophic on average. It's going to need an inpatient hospitalization. And then only maybe two or three out of 100 is going to exceed $125,000 inpatient bill for being hospitalized. So if you had $150,000 or $200,000 of just hospitalization insurance, which you can get for three or $400, you don't need to pay $30,000 a year. You could pay three or $400 a year. And then you'd have plenty of leftover to go see your primary care doctor and get your cholesterol level and everything else you want the whole year. You know, it, it seems to me that right now, 2020, we're talking about maybe hundreds of brokers are starting to see the light. Do you think when we have this conversation on our show in 2022 at the same time, we'll be making a statement that you're either a broker who sees the light and are producing results for your employer, or you're going to be replaced by a broker who sees the light and is producing results for your employer? That's definitely going to happen. It's going to be, are you loyal to the employer or are you loyal to the insurance company? It can't be both. And because of the high cost of care and because of the innovation that's going to be available right now and even more over the next two years, yeah, you're going to be taking sides and there's going to be quick stereotyping going on of who's loyal to who. Okay, so I want to go back into your products, Bill, and tell us about Search and Save. And then after that, I want to hear about Money Map. Very exciting products. Sure. Search and Save is we'll take any employer's data. Uh, we took Walmart's data. If they would give us their privacy compliant portion of their medical bills today, we'll put them through our 20 step Pratter process and we'll make them all searchable on our search engine tomorrow. That'll be available for all of their members. All of them. Test name, zip code, and now they can see the real prices paid by Blue Shield, United, Signer, Aetna. It's also for the independent health plan TPAs, it's available for their customer service representatives to better service someone who has to pay out of pocket for care. They'll get to see real pricing and better advocate for the member to get care. So that's it. We just always thought that there should be you know, Amazon and Priceline, uh, did, and Walmart, they've done pretty well putting their prices online. Prater thought we should do that for medical care. There's only one definition of cost transparency, real name of medical test, real name of medical provider, and real price paid. That's what we do. Right now, it's confusing to, for most lay people until you can purchase any one of the 10,000 healthcare items that, that, that have price tags. That's how many there are. Until you can purchase it like a gallon of milk where you pick it up and you know it's $4. That's easy to understand. Because you have to understand big words like charge, claim allowable, copay, coinsurance, deductible, no one's going to do that work. It's purposefully intimidating. So Pratter came up with a money map. Nobody wants to understand all those pricing numbers. Nobody wants to read a health plan. Hardly anybody even knows where the health plan is. So for all 50 states in any network or no network, 
Prater knows the best price blood work centers, imaging centers, surgery centers, and urgent care centers, U.S. of A. And we've color-coded them. And our mobile experience follows you around. We did all the thinking, so you don't have to. You just know if you go to those places, financially, you're not going to get ripped off and you're not going to get a large surprise medical bill. Again, we call all of them undercover. We've asked very specific questions, billing questions, and we've used our cost infrastructure. You know, I got to tell you, I'm married to a Midwesterner. My right hand and my left hand and my company are both Midwesterners. I don't know if Pennsylvania qualifies as Midwest, maybe not. You're a very plain speaking guy. You just you just tell it like it is, very black and white. Well, I could do it because I'm not smart. You know, like I said, I finished in the top 90% of my medical school class. So don't tell my mother. It's all on how you message it. Yeah, you're on the dean's list and it's not the good dean's list. Yeah. So, hey, feed me a banana at the right time and I can learn. <laughs> We've got to keep it simple. As, as one uh, professor of mine in college said, it had nothing to do with his course. In fact, it's the only thing I remember his course. He said, the ability to communicate is a sign of intelligence. Yes. How can we use the most, the, the fewest words to convey the most meaning to someone else? Is it a picture? Is it three or four words? That's our money map. Tap the map you get affordable care. My economics professor, fresh class, freshman year, University of Texas, said, stand up if you barely got in this university. And about three or four of us stood up, very embarrassed. And he said, my experience after 30 years of teaching economics is most of y'all are going to be working for those three guys. <laughs> yes, I've heard that before. Well, good. I hope you have a lot of people working for you right now. We're doing just fine, Bill. Thank you. Um, Bill, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. There's a whole lot more to talk about, and I promised you only 30 minutes. But I do want to ask you, just from a macro level, over the next five to 10 years, what is the salvation of the golden triangle? In other words, how does everybody win in the future if they're an employer, if they're an employee slash patient, and if they're a doctor? How do we achieve that? Well, we are going toward this uh, model of healthcare is different than health insurance. We see more and more offerings coming out. We see healthcare co-ops, uh, Christian shares, regular shares, more variations in all the supplemental health policies. No one can afford a current uh, carrier plan uh, paying two to $3,000 a month for a family. Business is cyclical. It's going to take care of itself. We're going to have medical cost transparency. We're going to have, therefore have capitalism for all the outpatient care, more hospitalization insurance uh, type of uh, coverings, uh, and there are going to be health plans that compete against the the large uh, four companies that that we know are the largest four insurance companies. I'm privy uh, to a couple in which uh, we're going to be a part of, but I can't say yet. But trust me. There are going to be health plans that compete against the status quo. Our solution is going to be a, a part of it. I'm not a journalist, but I want that scoop. Yeah. <laughs> Just think of this. There's four buckets of spend. So the health plan of tomorrow has to have solutions for doctor visits, outpatient care, inpatient care, and pharmacy. If you put solutions in all of those buckets and you put it with a transparent processing health plan third-party administrator and deliver that to employers, that's the winner. And there's going to be multiple winners that come out. 
It's a simple dashboard. You want A, B, C, or D. I love it. So, Bill, how do people find you if they're looking for either Pratter or for Bill Hennessy? We uh, put our email addresses right on our website for each of us. The website is Pratter.us, as in United States. It's Bill dot Hennessy, like the cognac, except E-Y, H-E-N-N-E-S-S-E-Y, at Pratter.us. It's always Pratter Day where we get back to people seven days a week. We're excited about what we're doing, and we are called to serve others. Well, I want to honor you, and um, I'm really glad a guy like you is on our team. This is exactly what we need is clarity and cleanliness simplicity. And you've done a beautiful job explaining yourself today, and I thank you. Well, thank you for your time and interest in what you do also. Okay, I got one more stumper. Everybody has to answer. If you could fly a banner over America, what would it say to all of Americans? Happy Pratter Day. <laughs> okay. Just blatantly self-promotional, not even trying to hide. I love it. It's, 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 it's an uplifting message. <laughs> Very nice, sir. Thank you for your time, Doc. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. You want to shake things up? There's two things you can do for us. One Go to primarycarecures.com for show notes and links to our guests. And number two, help us spotlight what's working in primary care by listening on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribing and leave us a review. It helps our megaphone more than you know. Until next episode.